0: Do Dave
1: conversation crack and the music you love today fm it all happens here today
0: FM. you love your job or does your job just consume your life our next guest says that we have an almost religious worship of work over anything else and it all starts from the time we're children she's career psychologist and author of total reset good morning Sinead brady Morning, how are you? I'm doing very well. Congratulations on the book. And I think it's just a brilliant topic for a lot of people, particularly since COVID, I think, because it really gave people a chance to look at the rat race that they were in um, and how quickly we got back into the rat race, if not more busy than when we started. So I think a lot of people are looking around going, I'm not sure I can sustain this level of intensity in my job. And maybe there's something else out there for me.
1: Yeah, I think... COVID kind of crashed into our lives and taught us that many of the things that we thought about work actually weren't true. So Mm. the majority of jobs we figured out could actually be done from home in a crisis while homeschooling our children. Um, And basically the world was crashing around us. So those jobs, particularly in, you know, sectors where there's 100% billable hours or tech or, Mm. you know, some of those Jobs. We thought they could just could not be done from home. We were told they couldn't be done from home. But then when it needed to be done from home, we could do them from home. So we began to think, well, actually, there is a different way of managing work and life. Now, albeit they weren't the ideal circumstances being COVID, mm. um, but it did show us that there is a different way of approaching work, a different way of approaching life, that so we don't have to sit in cars or in public transport for maybe two or three hours per day. Mm. That we can have some of that time to do different things.
0: In terms of us and our own careers, do you yes. think we're under a lot of pressure to have the perfect job, where the, the job is expected to to tick all our boxes? It has to stimulate us, and it has to have amazing hours, but give us time for wellness and looking after ourselves. It has to allow us to be creative. We have to be, you know, be able to have a, some kind of a sideline, you know, uh, on the on the side to to you know bring in an, more revenue streams. And and in, in a way, we expect to much of our work and we were looking at things like Instagram that you know people absolutely love on their jobs I mean every time I turn on my Instagram or our YouTube it seems to be another really annoying guy usually going I work five hours a week and I make 10 million euro and I look I'm on a boat in the Caribbean and you just want to drive your fist through the thing <laughs> Like, do you think we're under too much pressure to have the perfect job and the perfect balance of work?
1: Yeah, and these are some of the myths that I call out in the Mm. book. Like, we have to start to think about our work as work. So we're the first generation to move from working for survival to working for meaning. So, you know, if you want to say Mm. people kind of born maybe 1975 and onwards, the first generation. So before that, work and life were very separate and you worked for security you worked for survival now we're in the middle of a cost of living crisis and that is the reality for many people but we also want meaning from our work and that is not necessarily a bad thing but where that requires Or you have this feeling that you always should be doing more, that you must have the perfect job and you must find this one job that will suit you for the rest of your life Um, that is kind of a neoliberalist fantasy that is just not possible for the majority of us So we have been conditioned to think that we should have the perfect job, the perfect career. We should be making X amount of money, living perhaps in the Caribbean and, you know, getting up and doing things at five o'clock in the morning and still doing something at 11 o'clock at night. Our operating systems aren't built for that. We are built to work. Yes, but when you are working more than when you hit 38 to 48 hours per week in work, you are in the region of burnout. You're starting to hit burnout territory. and There's
0: probably people listening to this laughing their heads off. Yeah. Because they're like, you know, I hit that by Tuesday and the rest is extra change. Yeah. You know, so there's people listening now who are burnt out, who feel like they're in jobs that they need the money for. they got mortgages to pay. They know their work-life balance is all over the place. They're trying to do things that they can control, like eat well, or they might even meditate, or they might, you know, try and go to the gym. but. The reality is that they know that it's probably unsustainable uh, and maybe their health is starting to suffer. What do you say to someone who comes to you and says, look, I, I need to change my career because I know, I, I, you know, my head's going to fall off my shoulders if I keep doing this.
1: Yeah. So the first thing I would say to people is, and this is a really hard thing to do, you have to establish if it's your career or if it's the environment that mm. you're doing your job in. So is it the function of your role? Is it the job that you're doing, the thing that you trained to do that is making you feel like this? And if it is, are you in an organization that is not alone stretching your capacity, but they're pushing your capabilities? So capacity is, there's just all these extra tasks been added in on top of what you're kind of qualified and there to do. So begin to look at that. That's about the environment that you're doing the function of the job that you're doing and then begin to look and say okay or is it the environment that I'm doing this in so an environment I mean the organisation that you're in, the industry that you're in perhaps stakeholders that are involved it could be perhaps a particular leader that's in the organisation so look up and look around and ask yourself is this a functional issue that is the thing that I do that I don't like, or is it the environment that right. I'm doing it in so that maybe I don't like?
0: I'm a carpenter. I I love carpenting, <laughs> um, you know. But actually, it's just my boss. It's this company I'm working with. Correct. That that's the issue. I don't need to suddenly quit what I'm doing because but that can happen to us I guess sometimes when people feel I hate my job when you're maybe you don't hate your job you just hate the job where you're working now
1: yeah absolutely and then what can happen is you feel like the career needs to be changed but actually it's about changing the environment that you're doing it in so you know it could be your the function of your job but it could certainly be the environment that you're doing it in and we're seeing that more and more since Covid where people are kind of re-establishing their non-negotiables they're saying these are my physical non-negotiables like I need to sleep I need to eat I need to spend time with my family and I need to to move a little bit more um, and then when I look at it you know is there anything that we could look at and say, I can cut back here. I'm willing to change geographical location because that means I can have a better, shorter commute time or I can work somewhere maybe for less salary, but I get more time. So you're beginning to look at your non-negotiables and weigh them up. It's not easy. Mm. And if you are thinking, and you know, I've been through this, I've left the permanent pensionable job at a time when I just had my first daughter. Like we have four kids, went into self-employment, my husband's in self-employment. That wasn't because we could afford it. That's because... It was essential for my mental health.
0: Well, you got to shut out that voice in your head that's probably yeah. an amalgamation of everyone, every authority figure you've ever had in your life, saying things like, it's a great job. Are you mad? Um, you know, you've wh- just
1: had a baby. Yeah. What yeah. are you
0: doing? Uh, sure, how, do you know anyone else who'd be mad enough to do yeah. this? You know, and and I guess it's it's hard to shut out those voices because that's the logical part of your brain and that's what we've been conditioned to do, is to, is to grab onto these things with both hands and don't let go in case someone else gets it and you make a terrible mistake. Well, look, I think people can get a lot from it and at least you know these kinds of conversations get people get that spark lit in people's minds Absolutely. and the book will certainly do the same uh, the book is Total Reset Sinead Brady uh, is the author and um, where can people find you online
1: thanks yeah I'm the career psychologist on Instagram and um, you can find me on a career to
0: brilliant Sinead Brady thanks for chatting to us thanks a million Dermot and Dave weekdays <laughs> from 9am today